0: the highs and lows of their pursuits, and how through their passion, they are moving the culture forward. Be sure to follow Verbally Effective and Ina Esco on Instagram. Also, download the Verbally Effective podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play Music. Don't forget to check out the website and submit to be a guest at verballyeffective.com.
1: name is David Qualls and I'm the founder of Concepts 417
0: and 4 and I'm a jewelry designer as well as an interior designer and fitness expert and I'm hanging with Ina Esco and Verbally Effective podcast. It's Al Pickett the founder of The Black Print where I help people win in a brave new world uh, through the financial markets teaching them how to profit consistently uh, through all the financial markets and I'm here with Verbally Effective and Ina Esco.
1: Hey, I'm Allie Manning, and I'm verbally effective because I'm a scientist, a creative, and season the day every
0: day. Allie Manning is a food scientist and the owner of Umami Food Consulting and King Status Grooming. With over 10 years in the food industry, she utilizes her passion for food, science, and community to help food entrepreneurs tackle the issues beyond the kitchen. From product development to growth marketing, Allie helps develop tangible strategies that funnel solutions. As a food scientist, she's worked with various national brands to create innovative and new food items for consumers. And with that experience, she formulated an all-natural men's grooming line designed for men with textured beards, www.ksgrooming.com. Allie is also the creator of Food Science for Kids, a program that teaches grade school children food science basics and allows them to perform fun experiments they can do virtually or in person. Allie is a graduate of Alabama A&M University and a Huntsville, Alabama native, but after being a transplant for nearly 11 years, she truly considers Memphis her home. Effective, your double E, Ina Esco here. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to episode 151 of the Verbally Effective Podcast. Happy New Year, 2021! Hit with a bang, right? We're gonna get all into that very shortly. But before we start the podcast, I want to remind you guys that we definitely have Ivy Multimedia merchandise for you. We have the hoodies, we have the tees, we have the Henry mass as well. So Click on the link in all of my social media um, handles at Ina Esco, E-N-A-E-S-C-O, and get you some merch. But today on episode 151... I have a beautiful young lady joining me today. Her name is Allie Manning, and she is a food scientist, food consultant. She is the owner of Umani Food and King Status Grooming. She does food signs for kids, Memphis Skate Hotties. Oh, we are talking about that. I mean, she is an entrepreneur. She does so many wonderful things. Hey, Allie, how are you doing, lady? I'm doing fine. How about you? (laughs) I'm doing good. Happy New Year and welcome, welcome to the Verbally Effective podcast. You know, we're still in January of 2021. How is your new year going so far? It's going well. We
1: are rolling. We are rolling in this second week. And there's so many irons in the fire. I'm excited about what 2021 has to offer us. Yes. Um, yes. It will not be like 2021, oh, 2020. <laughs>
0: Look, we praying, we praying, honey, cause 2021, like bang, like, we're gonna get into that. We're gonna get into that, alley. Okay. But let's start it off with, where are you originally from? Because it's not from Memphis.
1: Yeah, so I'm originally from Huntsville, Alabama about four hours away in North North Alabama, and I moved here about 11 years, 11 years ago, so I am a uh, Memphian. I'm a right. Memphian.
0: <laughs> Look, if you're here uh, in Memphis, like for five years, baby, they'll say, "Uh, you from Memphis. I know you've been yes. talking before. You from Memphis. <laughs> yes, yes. As soon as
1: I started using Maine, that was it.
0: Oh, it was over. <laughs> it was ov when you start using Maine. But you know what? Um, Huntsville, Alabama, I would say I've been there only I've been there a few times when I attended Lamorna on College because I played volleyball and we would go to all the HBCUs and I remember like driving through there. Um, what is the HBCU in Huntsville? Alabama A&M University. Alabama, we play right. Alabama A M. Um, But it was like interesting driving through there, very like rural areas and stuff getting to there. But tell me about growing up in Huntsville, Alabama. Yeah, so
1: Huntsville has grown tremendously over the years. It is an engineering city. um, Yeah, that's where NASA is. So that's where we have the Space and Rocket Center. And, um, you know, there's so many universities and colleges there. There's also Oakwood University. Uh, which is in HBCU as well. And I loved growing up in the South. Um, It was um, more of a structured household, you know, uh, a bit sheltered, but I didn't lack anything. I had a very fulfilling childhood, so Mm -hmm. I enjoyed it. Um, Growing up in Alabama is challenging like any other um, place in the South. You deal with some racism, you deal with some discrimination. But beyond that, I was able to experience so much and, and it really shaped who I am today.
0: Yes. Now, what was Allie into growing up in your formative years? Like before you got, I would say to high school, what were you into, Allie?
1: You know what? I, <laughs> I was such an active child. I did everything from skating to gymnastics. I love to draw poetry um (laughs) I love to create products I think I was always a creative child yeah um even in my shy days I was super super creative and when I broke out of that shyness it was like there was nothing I couldn't do
0: Mm. so I tried
1: everything I tried everything so yeah
0: where do you think you uh got that creativity from is it your parents do you have any siblings I have a younger sister. She has Downs,
1: but my, my mom is very, very creative. Mm-hmm. She loves to try new things. Um, she's a software engineer, but she's also very, very artsy, loves bright colors, big smile, you know, like. So I definitely got it from mom. And I'm also an athlete. I played tennis throughout my life. My okay. parents met playing tennis. I so um, my dad's an athlete. So it's kind of like, a good blend of both parents.
0: Wow, amazing. Okay, so when you were in high school, uh, senior year, about to graduate, what were the plans, and what did you do, Allie? (laughs) Well, you know what, my goal was to always get a
1: scholarship. Right out of school, I was like, I've got to get a scholarship. I'm going to college. I want to be a scientist, or at the time, I want to be a dermatologist. okay? Okay, so I went the biology pre-med route. So in high school, I did a lot of internships and, you know, applying for scholarships. So I ended up getting a full ride to Alabama a and University. Yes. So, you know, I was like, I want to leave home, but I got a full ride. So why would I not <laughs> take the right. full ride? And I, you know, stayed home um, to go to school, but lived on campus and enjoyed my college experience. Um, I thought that going the traditional route, you know, graduate from high school, go to college, get a scholarship, get a job, was the the way to go. I was always taught that. But here I am, and we'll (laughs) get into that later, and I realized that um, life has other plans sometimes. Life really does have other plans. So when I was in college, I studied pre-med, was going the biology pre-med route to go to med school, and um did all these internships and there was a professor from the food science department that had come over to our department and he was given a lecture and at the end of the lecture he said you'll always have a job because people have always got to eat mm-hmm. and a light bulb went out went off in me and i changed my major a few months later a few weeks later from biology pre-med because i was kind of struggling with the thought of going to med school and having to go to school for all those years all your life (laughs) (laughs) right
0: and um food science became that avenue for me so wow what did your parents say when you switched your major
1: they didn't have a problem they didn't have a problem at all you know a lot of what we do in pre-med and biology translates to food science so uh it worked out just fine and and it seemed like i had a plan and i still had my scholarship so right uh, it was it was a good idea at the time
0: wow so yeah. you changed your major and you graduated with what major was that food
1: science and technology and food I, science
0: yeah. and technology and what did ally do with that degree right off of graduation she got a job in her field she did exactly hey, what she did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay so yeah. you were still on that plan on that route okay
1: yes so ended up getting a job um, about three weeks before I graduated and then about three weeks after I graduated I moved to Memphis oh, so,
0: okay okay so that okay. was my transition here wow so you've been here about 10 or so years um mm-hmm. what did you think of Memphis when you first got here well, you know, I was nervous
1: at first, just like everyone that hears about Memphis. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, I was like, man, you know, I want to be in Nashville. I don't want to be in Memphis. You know, that was my perspective back then. And when I moved to Memphis, um, I ended up getting a few suggestions about where to live and ended up moving all the way out to Cordova, like near Houston Levy. So, I was way out there in these brand new apartments, but my job was downtown. It was oh residence yeah residence island so logistically, once I started to you know meet people and you know actually see what the city was about, I finally moved closer to downtown and and really, Memphis has been good to me. I've met some of the greatest people here mm-hmm. um I have some of the the most amazing um friends, network church family. I, obviously I met my husband here, so, um, you know, Memphis is not what people
0: think. It's really not. It's yeah. nice. <laughs> wow. Okay. So that was your introduction to Memphis. You came for work and you settled in very well. And, you know, I, I know that you're all about food science. Like you said, you got your degree in food science and technology. What is food science, Allie? <laughs> Tell us what that is. Like, what is the definition? In yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. so,
1: <laughs> so, food science is applying biology and chemistry essentially to food items. Okay. We we develop you know new food items based on what trends are and what's out on the market. We innovate and essentially redo products on the market to fit customer demands. Um, we find out ways to prevent food deterioration and how to create more food items, you know, if there's food insecurity. I mean, it's, 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 it's a full gamut of um, opportunities within food science because they overlap within, within agriculture, within a food um, regulations, um, packaging. I mean, it's just so much that you could do as a food scientist, Um, even in the culinary space, Mm
0: -hmm. you
1: know, you can apply a lot of that. So it's a really interesting and creative field to be in.
0: I bet. I bet. And, And like, you know, since you're like an expert in that industry, I know you have all of this information about food. Has that like changed, you know, your approach to what you eat since you've been in that field? Honestly, no. (laughs) So, Anna's still eating some fast food, huh?
1: (laughs) Okay, okay. Okay. My thing is, it's about moderation. Everything in moderation. Um, And also, read it for yourself. Um, Dig a little bit deeper than the headline, because I think many times people see, this is bad for you, and then read three sentences and come up with their own idea. Versus going deeper into why this is bad for you or why this is good for you. Mm -hmm. And I think, um, you know, there's some things that you can't avoid. I think sometimes, you know, people are afraid it's about consumer perception. A lot of the times, Mm -hmm. um, I could say citric acid and people would be like, Oh God, you know, but it's, it's not, it's, it's essentially fruit that's
0: fruit. You know, it has acid in
1: it. <laughs> it's a chemical compound, but because the consumers don't understand different phrases and terminology that's, um, you know, normal to me, then it kind of breeds this type of, well, I don't like that if it doesn't, if it isn't simple for me. So yeah. we as food scientists, we, a lot of the work that we do is driven by the consumer, driven by the market, you know, if if someone wants an all-natural um, ketchup, you make an all-natural ketchup that has three three things on the label, you know? So, um, yeah, that's a lot of what we do. It's, it's, it's very interesting for sure.
0: Wow. Uh, you know what? That makes me wonder, um, in 2021, how are food scientists addressing some of the issues that we have today? Like, dealing with hunger and food insecurity? Like, is that something that you all tackle?
1: In some instances, yes. But I would say what I'm doing now as a food business consultant and working with, um, you know, local organizations like um, the Memphis Food System Summit and Ag Launch. I'm partnering with... um, Just organizations that are concerned about, on the local level, food insecurity, zero waste, sustainability. So now I'm in these spaces and in these conversations, like um, even um, the Black Restaurant Week national um, organization reached out about having me on the advisory board for the Feed the Soul Foundation, which is a foundation that is providing resources to marginalized businesses um, through training, through, Providing consultants to help food entrepreneurs with finances and styling and customer service. So I'm in these spaces now that I wasn't able to be in as a food scientist because I was in the lab creating for this company, this organization, and and making sure that I stayed within their model. But now as a food business consultant, with my job and my role, I'm so much more Mm hands-on, doing more meaningful work with local organizations that can really touch that consumer and make a difference. So, wow. yeah, I mean, yes, I, to answer your question.
0: <laughs> Are you glad that you made the leap from scientist to consultant? Um, it's one in
1: the same. It's, it's still yeah. one in the same. I guess the, the way that I could phrase that is from corporate to being independent
0: mm-hmm. and
1: full-time entrepreneurship. Um, corporate, really can change you and it couldn't stifle your growth. And that's where I was there. And moving into full-time entrepreneurship and opening my own consultancy, I have a lot more freedom and independence and autonomy in my work. And I can drive whatever I wanna do. And I'm in so many different spaces that really feel like I can make a change and make um, and, and, and make things happen. That I couldn't before so I don't regret leaving um, I was set free from that and I'm ex- living in purpose now
0: yes, yes living in purpose I understand that um, tell me about food science for kids tell me all about that yeah so uh, <laughs> wow that was a, a random it was so <laughs>
1: random God, but God is not random let me just True. say that God is not random So when the pandemic hit in March of last year, I started to see a lot of opportunities for adults, how to pivot during a pandemic, you know, how to do this during a pandemic. What do you need to know during a pandemic? And I was thinking about the kids. I was like, what are they doing? Mm -hmm. You know, they're not in school. They're trying to adjust. They don't know what's going on. How can I create something for them um, that, We'll give them an opportunity to connect with other kids and then do a fun activity and actually get their minds off of what was going on as well. And during that time also, I was finishing up a branding course with Dana and Esso cheers and cheers creative. And they were talking about, you know, just different avenues for your business and pivoting, you know, and so I had done a survey in my stories and I said, Hey, Does your kid like food? Does your kid like science? Do you think you wanna attend this class? And about a week later, I just came up with food science for kids. And I began teaching little ones, um, Wow, five through 10, five five through 10. And um, (coughs) wow, it just started to pick up. Children from Wisconsin to Florida to Texas, here in Tennessee join me every Tuesday for seven months as we learn together and it was food wow. science. Activity. Parents were involved. Siblings were involved that were three years old. I mean it was just it was it brought me joy seeing them happy and also I wanted to show them that a, that a black food scientist exists. You know yes. I wanted them to see them my face and it didn't matter if I had one kid or 30 cl- kids in my class, it was just, it was, it was perfect. It was awesome. <laughs>
0: it wow. Was awesome. So is this something yes. that's ongoing with with Food Science for Kids? Is it ongoing? Yeah. So um
1: even last year the Memphis Botanical Garden picked up my program. I had was a I was able to work with a few schools yes. um, and a few programs. And so I said, let me keep this going.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so we're on a break until April, but I'm so grateful that I am partnering with Knowledge Quest right now for three months to teach their after school program um, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Then I'll be teaching with another after
0: school program, I'll be doing some summer school programs. Girl, there. you're busy. you busy, but you know what it seems like working with those kids brings you joy like it it got a big smile on your face when we're talking about them kids it does it does I mean they're funny
1: (laughs) they're funny I know
0: and challenging
1: and but you know once you break the shell and break their little molds and get in there and, and chat with them and talk about what they like it's food and science. How could they not enjoy it? You know,
0: it's something that I absolutely love. So yes, I'm busy. We're going, we're going strong. (laughs) Wow. And these kids are so smart. Like it's amazing even to see the different dynamic between my seven year old versus my 15 year old. I mean, like it's such a big gap and they learn differently and technology has just changed so much with these kids. So is mm-hmm. definitely amazing. Um, let's talk about Umani Food and King Status Grooming, honey. We're gonna start first with Umani Food. Tell me about how you created that. Yeah. So um, I, I, what's funny is
1: I was chatting with some girlfriends of mine, and I said I think I want to be a food consultant. You know, I don't know what that means, but I think I want to be a food business consultant. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay you know, do what you do, girl, you know, Mm -hmm. and um, umami came to me uh, in one of my manifestation and meditation periods, so I get up, I get up, I would get up early in the morning, and I would just have a little time with God, I would write, think through my intentions, figure out what I wanted to do, and umami came to me, and umami is our fifth sense, so we've got sour, salty, bitter, sweet, Umami is savory. Mm -hmm. So I felt like I could Mm -hmm. offer a depth of flavor and a depth of knowledge to my clients. Mm -hmm. So that Mm -hmm. stuck with me and I designed it out and ended up becoming an official business January one, but I have all types of clients, um, you know, caterers to restaurant owners, to product developers, small Mm -hmm. businesses. And I really wanted to help, um, with tackling the issues beyond the kitchen, many times entrepreneurs, food entrepreneurs know the recipe, they know the formula, they know how to make it, but what about packaging it or what about your menu revision or food cost, um, customer service? You know, there's some things that I can, you know, help them do with my expertise that, um, I've enjoyed. So, mm-hmm. and then also I, I I'm just in different spaces and different conversations mm-hmm. here within the community that are affecting change. So um, that, that's Umami right now in a nutshell and Food Science for Kids is under that platform. Yes. And um, it's just one big bundle, so.
0: Yes, and you know what they say, you know, behind every man is a amazing, uh, smart, intelligent, beautiful woman, right? And that is definitely you. <laughs> Let's talk about King Status Grooming. Tell me about these products and how it came about. Yeah, so
1: King Status Grooming was a solution to my husband um, (laughs) always looking ashy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Brian, don't kill me, but... (laughs) Oh, Brian. (laughs) That was a good one. But you know... (laughs)
1: just wanted to create a product for him um, that would moisturize his beard, that would give him something to use every morning um, and, and, and enjoy. And so ended up creating food, um, King Status Grooming back in 2017. And um, it's my baby business. It's my first ever dabble into entrepreneurship. And uh, I created a beard wipe That was my first product. It was a product to eliminate smell and um, moisturize and cleanse the beard, you know, after a day at the gym, you know, an on-the-go type of situation. Mm -hmm. And then from there, I developed a full-on product line with a scrub, butters, creams, and a luster that gives intense shine. And so I used my scientific background to formulate my own products create my own recipes from scratch and I have some loyal customers I have some loyal fans of king status grooming and we've been going for goodness gracious a few years now so Mm -hmm. yeah we're hoping to do some valentine's day gift sets oh that would be uh, cool little small sets um, as we approach
0: valentine's day so that's around the
1: corner all natural products for men with textured beards.
0: Yes. And you know what, Allie? Like, you know, learning about all of the businesses you've created, there's still much more to you. I mean, <laughs> you are a true creative, I would say. And um let's talk about the Memphis skate hottest for a minute. Right? Okay. Um, cause I've seen you on your Instagram, uh, account, uh, skating away and looking like you really know what you're doing. So tell me about Memphis Skate Hotties and how did they come about? And I did hear you say in the beginning, you were an ice skater. So I, I see that comes from a long, uh, line of experience. So tell me about it.
1: Yeah. So, you know, once again, these ideas were fueled because of the pandemic It was a way for me to find an outlet, a place of peace, and a place of joy.
0: Mm. Because
1: there was so much going on in the beginning of this pandemic with chaos and death and sadness and, you know, just a lot of things on the news. I had to find a way to get away from that. And when I ended up getting my blades, you know, that correlates to ice skating because they're narrow blades. And... You know, I would go out to the Green Line and just be out in nature and just love it. And many times when you're on rollerblades, you can go really fast for a long period of time. But, you know, in the beginning, TikTok was trending with skaters, and they were doing all these spins and tricks, and I said, I want to get me some roller skates, you know, before yeah. they all sell out. And um, so I got me some quads and was just out skating, and I happened to record myself skating, and... It just started it sparked a movement here in Memphis, and all summer long, you know, we had women join us every Sunday morning out, out at Bill Street Landing. you know, we were featured in Choose 901 and um, oh goodness gracious, uh, Memphis Health and Fitness, and you know it, uh, we are Memphis. It was just it was just so much fun sharing what we love with our community and ever since we've got oh goodness maybe 50 women 50 women and children that join us and so the interest just continues to grow we're not all the best skaters and that's okay come out come as you are bring your water bring yourself and your skates and we just blast our music and it's so funny because we're out there And it's such a unique thing to see people walk by and they're like video recording us Mm -hmm. as we go by. And that's just another reason for us to continue to share our light and share our joy with other people and just continue to do things that are healthy, community-based, that that keeps us happy.
0: Yes, when are you all getting together again? So we'll be starting
1: back in March. Hopefully the weather will be warmer. Um, we braved the cold weather for a little bit, but we figured, you know, March, April would give us a time to, you know, warm up, get back out there, get the bus going,
0: and we're excited to start back. Yes, I know we are all ready to get out of this house, honey. And yes. <laughs> now, um, you know, it's just really impossible to have a conversation without talking about COVID and um, mm-hmm. You know, you've talked about all of the creative things that have come about since March of last year, and now we have a vaccine. Are you interested in taking that vaccine? You know what? I'm open. I have, you
1: know, coming from a scientific background, you know, you do you do your research. You know, you read some journals, you read uh, articles, and figure out. You know, you become an informed citizen, right? And so that you can make an informed decision. And um, I am open. I have um, family, mem- family members who have gotten it and friends, and it's not a joke. It's not a joke. And I think people are still taking it a little bit too relaxed, um, for lack of better terms. But I am open to the vaccine um, for sure, if it can help us move forward and get out of this situation that we're in.
0: Yeah, because I'm I mean, hearing there are two, I guess, different uh, vaccines you could either get Moderna or Pfizer, and I saw a young lady that I follow on Instagram. Um, she she posted that she did her research and she went with Moderna based on, I guess, her um, research because she says she she believes in science as well. So I'm seeing a few of the people that I know take the shot, and and I'm just following up with them. Tell me how you're feeling today, like. Yeah, And it changes from day to day, you know. It so does. that's interesting. It
1: does. I have a few doctor friends that have gotten the shots and are actually giving updates about how they're feeling every few days. Dr. LaTanya Washington, she's doing that right now. So um, definitely check in and, and ask those questions before taking it.
0: Wow. Yeah. And you know what, since 2021 hit just last week, Allie. Um something very monumental and unprecedented it happened again under the Trump administration. Um, they're saying he incited an insurrection, right? Um, people stormed the Capitol. And I mean, I've never seen chaos like this in my life. I couldn't believe what I was looking at on CNN. And I couldn't believe the president got this riled up. So um, were you watching that day? And what were your thoughts uh, as that was happening, Ally?
1: I could not believe it (laughs) I could not believe that that was what I was seeing the lack of respect but they call it patriotic Mm -hmm. Um, the lack of of care for human beings for their own health um, for the individuals in the capital it was um, disappointing and disheartening for me to see I think that they definitely need to be held responsible. Mm-hmm. I think people need a reality check and, to, and just stop being selfish. Like what you're doing is hateful and selfish.
0: Yeah.
1: And, you know, and it's ignorant. I think a lot of it is based on ignorance and Trump has fueled that since the very beginning and he's gotten away with a lot. He's gotten away with a lot. So um, I hope that things can change within the next few days and that he's,
0: truly impeached. I do too. And and I hate that they're really like going hard on the impeachment the last two weeks. He's in office, yeah. right? Like we could have handled this in the beginning of his administration. Right. Right. Oh, that's very interesting to me. Wow. Um, okay. I'm gonna leave these politics alone, Allie. Uh, I know a lot of people are just Really sick of you know talking about Trump. I know I am, but it's just such a hot topic right now.
1: <laughs> it is. But you know what? When when I <clears throat> saw that Joe and Kamala had won, that was the most relieving day. I celebrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I celebrated. Yeah. So we're gonna continue to celebrate. And I hope that he has this impeachment on his record and that he goes to jail. I mean, that's just Ooh, my
0: would- honest opinion. <laughs> Girl, if that man go to jail, it'll be the best day ever, I I hope. But with the amount of money he have, I, I don't know. He might get out of it. We'll see, though. We'll see. 2021 is promising, right? (laughs) We will see, and it is. It is, so. Wow. So, Allie, tell me something about yourself that we haven't discussed this so far, because I know you're a creative, and I know there is something that you are doing that I have not asked about, and I want to (laughs) know. I'm nosy. Share. Man, you know what?
1: I have been making it a point to... Be very intentional about manifestation. Like that's my big thing right now. Someone said, speak what you seek until you see what you said. Mm -hmm. And there's so much that I'm doing right now. um, And even testing myself, testing what I say and seeing if it'll happen. Because I've seen what God has already done in my life and what what God is already doing. And so it's just like a matter of time before... You know, there's a magazine feature or on the TV or on the news. I mean, I'm seeing, I'm already seeing greatness from us. And so I honestly, what we're doing is what you're seeing. We're making, you know, um, intentional efforts to create every day. Uh, My husband is a photographer. He is killing
0: it. I love his work. Your pictures are (laughs) impeccable. Like, your style is amazing. Do you style yourself, Allie?
1: I I do. I do. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. Photography by B. And he is a new photographer, but he has a great eye for it and a, a raw talent for it. And so we're just stretching our creative geniuses together. As a married couple, as friends, we're just challenging ourselves to be creative every day and see what happens. So, yeah, there's plenty going on, you know, behind the scenes, you know, we've got some cool things coming down the
0: pipeline, but for now, we're just creating. Yes, wonderful. And and that's beautiful that you all can create together as husband and wife. Um, Yes. That is really beautiful, and he takes some amazing pictures. He has a wonderful muse, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> with these pictures, honey, because you stabbed them close. I'm like, oh, she's fresh, honey, she is on fire. So, yes, I enjoy uh, following your Instagram account, Allie, and keeping up with what you have going on. And I just want to thank you for joining me today on the verbally effective podcast. We've learned so much about your journey. And at this time, can you let everyone know how they can keep up with everything that you have going on? Can you give your handles? Yes, so follow me at Instagram,
1: at A-L-I-G-L-A-D, Allie Glad, underscore Carpe Diem, C-A-R-P-E-D-I-E-M. Seize the day, and that's how I choose to live my life. Um, If you wanna follow business updates, at umami food consulting and if you'd like to get some men's grooming products at king status grooming so follow those instagram handles for more updates i'm on clubhouse enjoying that atmosphere over
0: there you know what i just
1: did yeah Yeah,
0: how do you like it i'm trying to get used to it Allie. i like which rooms i go in
1: look i pop in and out myself i leave quietly quite Mm -hmm. often but clubhouse really is a space for people to come together from all over the globe Mm -hmm. um and express their interest now all it's now all of it's not all necessary you know some people like to hear themselves talk but you create um you can create spaces for your interest and then also join these clubs and groups and talk about certain things and, and be a part of different platforms. I was just on a Clubhouse platform a few days ago on food jobs and uh, I was speaking with another food scientist and food science students and people within the food industry. And so I've gotten some new followers and clients from that. So it's definitely a really, really neat platform and I'm still working through it as well. Mm-hmm.
0: But um, I'm here for
1: it. I'm here for
0: it. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's the newest. Uh, I guess. Um, uh, is it? Yeah, it would be social media, social media in platform. Yeah, virtual yeah. media platform. So, yeah. um, someone had asked me, "Was I on it?" And they were like, "Well, with you doing podcasting, you definitely need to be on it." There's a lot of podcasters you can network. Blah blah blah. So, someone invited me, and and I dipped in and out. But it's like you have access to anyone on there, like
1: you do, you <laughs> really do.
0: And I also want to give my
1: website www.umami, so www.umami.com, and that's where parents can sign up for food science for kids, people who have a food business that are interested in my services, um, you know, whether it's branding or product development or even project management, um, we can. And have a conversation and get that set up. And I have a little blog where I talk about some of the things going on in my life, Allie Dash Manning. Um, it's kind of an online journal, but- uh, <laughs> Okay, that's so my... you blogging too now, okay. A little, a little bit, I'm not a traditional blogger per se. Um, I like to storytell, and I think I can tell those stories in that format um, and, and instead of being like 15 ways to wear this outfit, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which is fine. But, um, I just like to try
0: to carve out my own lane. I got sure. you. I, I got you. Well, Not let me sure. know if you, you want to go to podcast route, Allie, cause that might be next to honey, the podcast. Let me know. Hey. <laughs> wow. Well, you are amazing lady. And I look forward to everything that you have going on in the future, um, a true creative, a true scientist, and you know you really know what you're talking about with this food, honey. I think I think I'm gonna sign uh, up my seven-year-old. Is seven-year-old, that. Today? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Eli because he loves food first of all he loves food he a big boy and the doctor was like uh we might need to put him on a diet but he just big okay. his age and when he gets home I'm like did you eat lunch today it's like oh my oh. god he's tearing the pantry up I have to stop him oh wow I have to stop. right so yeah. I don't want him to get obese and all of that and So, I'm going to sign him up, Allie. Please do. I would love to have them. We're going to have a good time. And they are able to just
1: hang out with children from all over the nation. That's the fun part, meeting people from everywhere. So,
0: yes. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You're welcome. And I can't wait for everyone to hear this on Monday. But you have definitely been a delight. And you are indeed verbally effective, Allie Manning. Thank you so much, lady.
1: Thank you, thank you, thank you. Glad to be here.